Hey guys, welcome back to uh, another episode of After Taps, the podcast with uh, Eric Marshall and Tim Flanagan. Uh, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than what we've had in the past, but it'll also be kind of similar to what we have had. Uh, for this episode, I will be going solo. Tim had a baseball game and he won't be able to make it back in time. Uh, joining me today, though, will be special guest Spencer Cox, uh, former prep hockey player from here at Culver Academies, graduated in uh, 2020 and He's here to talk about Culver, his time that he had here, uh, how the coronavirus impacted him, and then uh, what he's doing now and where he's going in the future. So uh, that's my short little introduction for this episode. Spencer, thanks for coming. Uh, if you want to talk a little bit about yourself here and tell us uh, who you are, what you're all about. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, as Rick said it, I'm Spencer Cox. I'm from Powell, Ohio, which is right outside Columbus. Um, I graduated from Culver in 2020. I uh, went there for four years. Uh, before that, um, I started playing in hockey uh, right, right outside Columbus and for the Ohio AAA Blue Jackets. And I'm very thankful for hockey because it got me to go to Culver. Um, so from there, I went to Culver four years there and now I'm uh, playing my first year full year of juniors and uh, that's about it right now awesome man um, I I was fortunate enough to play a season with you and it was probably one of the best seasons I've ever got to play of hockey so I uh, look up to you as a player and as a leader on the ice so I'm really really happy that you were able to join us for the show today thanks Rick happy to uh, be on the podcast Thank you. So let's, uh, let's jump right into it here. Uh, I want to start kind of pre-Culver even. I mean, you kind of mentioned it a little bit. You played for the, the Blue Jackets, and then you made your transition over to Culver. What brought you to Culver Academies? Because uh, you came in and played U16 right away. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So uh, my Bantam major year playing for the Ohio Blue Jackets, um, you know, I was talking over with my dad and uh, we were talking about going to prep school or me going to play U16 for the Blue Jackets. But um, I think my dad and I both wanted to go the prep school route, um, you know, play at the high level, uh, the high end level playing hockey, but also um, having the chance to go to school at a pre prestigious boarding school and having the chance to help help me out with my academics have a good academic schedule plus the relationship part so i knew i wanted to go to prep school route um you know i looked at some prep schools out east and um culver started uh culver started contacting me and i went on my visit uh official visit to culver uh did like a day in a life with a cadet 
um, and then practice with the U16 after. And then uh, I remember driving home after that practice, uh, telling my dad how this is the place I want to be at. Um, you know, just what what drew my attention was just the way uh, they they carried themselves and me being there as a young kid, uh, not even a part of the program or anything or the school and just the way they interacted with me. And I was like, dad, I want to be, I want to be someone like that. And I think Culver would be the best fit for me. And, you know, I loved, loved the coaches, loved the atmosphere of, you know, living with your, your best friends, your brothers. Um, so I was all for it and started the application process. And now I'm here, uh, uh, graduated, was there for four years and, uh, I wish I could go back. That's awesome, man. Everybody's got their own story to how they got here. And uh, I love how yours kind of wasn't just all athletics, but you all, you mentioned that academic aspect of it too. I mean, a lot of people kind of get that route or that uh, idea that most kids come here just for athletics. But when, when we have guys like you talk about how the athletics and the academics are uh, tied together, it, it makes for a better all-around package. And obviously that shows as, as you uh, – moved on into juniors and hope down the road, you uh, have some more things we're going to talk about a little bit later. So your four years on campus here, you played U16 for two of them, or I'm sorry, you played U16 for one year and then you played prep three years. Tell me a little bit about that year, your sophomore year when you made the prep team as a sophomore, because that doesn't usually happen. So that must've been quite the feat for you. And, Getting to play on that team, which uh, made a national championship run, I mean, I'm sure you've got a lot to say about that. Yeah, um, I remember I finished my first year playing 16s. You know, I had a great year, and uh, I remember sitting down with Coach Palmer um, after my first year 16s, and he told me that I have a really good shot of making the prep team the following year. And, you know, I put a lot of work in, into that summer going into my sophomore year. Um, you know, I got to school, um, you know, I started hanging out with the older guys around, around campus and, uh, go to workouts with them, go to the rink with them and go eat dinner with them. So I think me being around them all the time and around the barracks helped me, uh, make that team and seeing what they do day to day and how they go about their business uh, away from the rink and, uh, at the rink. So I think that helped me a lot making that team and, you know, I, I, I went through the tryout process as everybody else uh, does at Culver. I had to work hard, earn my spot. Um, I earned my spot. And uh, it was that that year, that sophomore year for me, that was my bet. Like, that was the most fun I ever had playing, uh, playing at Culver. Um, you know, the guys were great. Um, and we were just – we were – so good it was it was crazy and it, it was an adjustment coming from 16s to uh to the prep team you know i was an 01 playing with 2000s and 99 so it was an adjustment with uh, the size and the speed but i got used to it and had a great year and um it was my best year ever with uh, how much fun i had and what and what i think made that year so much so much better was the chemistry we had as a team off the ice uh, and that really went a long way and and it showed at, uh with our with our record and how well we did um but i was super stoked to 
play for the prep team uh, my sophomore year because it really really doesn't happen at Culver much. So I was very thankful uh, for the opportunity, um, and I made the most of it. And, you know, thinking back, I think about that that year uh, every day in my life, you know, the what ifs, because we were so close to winning a national championship and we had the talent and uh, I'm bummed about it, but it is what it is. I learned a lot from that year and it was the best time ever. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You guys as a team, from what I watched being an outsider, not even attending Culver yet was just an unbelievable community with team chemistry that everybody wants to have. I mean, that's kind of one thing that here to Culver too, was seeing that, uh, that your prep team go as far as they did and ha and have the bond like you guys did. So it's an unbelievable feeling. I, I bet for you guys just kind of building up together. Um, you come to know from 16s to prep, you talked about how the difference in play was a little bit difficult. How would you explain your, your play style before and after? And how has that like affected you now and where, at where you at, where you're at? Are you saying uh, comparing my 16, my U16 playing style to my prep style and combining them both, uh, both of those styles to the juniors right now? Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of what I'd like you to speak on there if you can. Yeah. Um, you know, my 16s year, uh, it was a great year. We were not the best. So, um, you know, your first year at Culver, you know, like – you want to be the man and uh, you want to do it at everything you can out in the ice. Um, so there was at times where I was trying to do too much um, out on the ice my first year. Um, and I was kind of uh, not good defensively, I would say. Um, and, you know, I knew I had to work on some things um, to get me to that next level, to that prep level. So I would say my, my first year of 16s, uh, you know, I was good offensively, but there were some things where I was trying to do too much. I need to use my teammates more and uh, be better defensively, not always jump up into the rush every second. Every, every second I'm out on the ice. And when I got to the prep team my sophomore year, um, Coach Palmer and Coach Rennie Chaplin really helped me uh, to simplify my game, which means uh, me being more responsible in my D zone, uh, playing defense first, and then uh, jumping up into the rush because if because if you uh, you're playing well defensively, your chances offensively will come to you, and I think that's what they helped me a lot. Um, and I think my offense because uh, we were so good, like guys were just feeding me the puck, and I would just do do some things with the puck. Uh, it, it was really nice, but uh, I think my de defensively game uh, really. Uh, helped me in uh, a lot that sophomore year, and I thank Coach Coach Palmer and Coach Chaplin for that, and all my teammates. Um, and I mean, now playing juniors, it's a whole different style. Um, you know, it's more gritty. Um, I mean, your head's always got to be on a swivel. Uh, it's faster. So, I think uh, what I learned at Culver defensively from Coach Chaplin has helped me so much here at, uh, here playing juniors. Um, so yeah. Awesome. I, I really like how you said that when you're in the right, the right place, the puck will come to you because I remember when we played last year together, you always happened to be at the right place at the right time. And the puck always would make it to your stick and you'd always get that good shot on goal. I mean, it helped you, uh, put up numbers 
even with injury, you were what within top three, four, five in points, being a defenseman on uh, a, a fairly well, uh, good hockey team at the prep level. So, like you, played for yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I played. I broke my ankle last year, unfortunately, and you know how that took a toll on me mentally, and I was, I was really bummed and. Um, you know, I still, I still had a really good year. I, I think I finished, uh, I, I missed 10 games than everybody else. So I think I was at 30 games with 35 points as a defenseman. So I had a good productive year, but I, you know, I was just bummed missing that, missing that Culver Shattuck, uh, game at home, um, and being out for a long time with a broken ankle. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You live and you learn. Um, but Going back to uh, what you were saying about me getting the puck on my stick, like, yeah, I think being patient out on the ice, um, not always being, like, rushing things, and it'll come to you. I believe that. Uh, I think that ha- happened a lot with me last year. So I would say I had a good good touch with the puck last year. Awesome. Good for you, man. That's great. Um, you were just saying, oh, the Shattuck game. That's right. So you just mentioned the Shattuck game. What is what does that mean to you? I mean, this might be a little bit different than a lot of people, and it's probably not exactly the direction you thought we were going to go. But since you brought it up, and we already had a couple episodes that talked about the Shattuck game and what it's like here on campus, if you could talk a little bit on how it meant, what it meant for you, and when you were on campus, and now hearing back on what happened this year, being an alum now, what is the whole, what is Shattuck night, you know, or what is Shattuck, you know? Yeah, um, you know, being a being a Culver uh, hockey player um, at Culver, you know that Shattuck, that Shattuck rivalry and that game means everything to you. You know, like because you're when you're thinking about going to Culver, you search up YouTube videos and uh, get pictures and videos of that Culver Shattuck game at home, and that's what really makes you want to go to Culver and makes you want to be a Col- an, an Eagle. Um, so it, it means everything to me and I'm very thankful. I was a part of it, uh, for four years. Um, you know, it's just the excitement all over campus leading up to that, that, that weekend, um, the tradition of the activities we do off the ice and, and on the ice. I mean, it's just nothing better. Like you, you playing a prep school schedule and still having that excitement about a game. Like I know most guys playing triple a, um, or juniors, they don't have, they don't get what we get from that game, you know? Um, so it's, it's, it's the best, you know, having the students come out to your game, all the faculty, your, your family too. Uh, there's just nothing like it. And I, I miss playing in those games and as an alum now, um, you know, I'm watching. I'm watching every. I was watching every game on the live stream. Um, you know, and I'm just thinking to myself, wow, like I wish I was out there. And uh, I'm and I'm like I'm happy that those guys are doing playing that game right now against Shattuck because there's nothing like it and it flies by. So I uh, I hope that they took it in and uh, they had some memories that. Uh, they will remember for the rest of their lives because I do playing in those games. Um, but, I, you know, as an alum now, I'm 
Uh, it's weird to say I'm an alum now, but I'm, uh, I was very, very happy for the U16 and the prep uh, squads um, after that past weekend playing Shattuck. Yeah, they did. They did really well. I mean, U16 coming back from a big loss, taking home a big win, and then uh, the prep team taking them to overtime and then taking it all the way to a shootout. I mean, that's probably a, a really good game to watch and an even better one to play in. So you got to give them all credit. Uh, question for you, though, about that game. Uh, you know Tyler Samadrol. Obviously, he was here when you were here. What are your thoughts on on his goal to tie the game? Uh, when I was watching that, uh, I was I felt like I was on the ice. Like I jumped out of my seat, and even better, he like put the the, the cherry on top with the uh, celly to the student section. There's like nothing better than that. Like as a Culver like hockey player, I mean. I, Every every player will say it. They they think about scoring a goal and selling right to the student section. So uh, I was I was pumped that he could do that, and uh, good good things are com- coming for him. And it's good to see the hard work pay off in uh, in a huge game with a crucial goal that he scored. So I was stoked for him. And uh, when I was watching it, I felt like I was in the stands. Yeah, to to score a goal at home. Is one thing, but to score a goal against Shattuck, a completely different thing. So, to have a guy like that come in and put one away like that, and get the entire crowd on their feet, and just it's just so so uh, electrifying. You know, you get everybody cheering and and screaming out for the team, and it just pumps everybody up. Um, that's kind of I want. That's all I want to hit on Shattuck. Uh, moving forward here. A little bit different from the hockey world at Culver. You were Battery's executive officer, second make before we uh, we end up leaving. But uh, that's one of the highest positions here on campus. What was it like being a cadet at Culver outside of athletics, and more in the classroom and in the barracks, and even out on the parade field? If you can uh, talk on that a little bit. Yeah, um, you know I was. I was very happy of myself um, to get that opportunity uh, at the last make my senior year. But, you know, being being a cadet uh, away from the rink, um, you know, my first year, uh, it was it was all new to me, you know, as every Culver student comes to Culver uh, that's in CMA. Uh, it's all new to you with the military. You know, I, I did I did my I did what I could, you know, bought into the process. Um, and I did what everything everything I was told to do, and I think that's what helped me out a lot my freshman year, um, you know. And then my sophomore year, uh, I would just say I was just a little busy with the with the with everything, and I didn't really get a good rank my sophomore year, you know. In the back of my head, you know, I was thinking like, you know, when I graduate, like, I wanna I wanna I wanna get dressed up like those guys are dressed up for for fall ball final and graduation have that wrap on and you know i kind of put my head down and put did some work uh, away from the rink inside the barracks um and i was thankful enough to get executive executive officer for my senior year for the second make um and you know like like i say it now like the military aspects of things at culver 
inside the barracks. Like, you know, I love it being a cadet. Like, it just makes you even closer with people at your school that you're not necessarily around, uh, like, because of hockey, you know? Like, I met some really, like, good people away from the rink, and that was through being a cadet inside the barracks. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, but, you know, I, I pretty much just put my head down, uh, did did all the right things inside the barracks, helping helping my unit out, helping guys around me out. Uh, and it, and it, it ended up uh, helping me out in the long run too with me getting a good position uh, my, my, final, my final year. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I know personally, I mean, I, I got to see you at the, the end of your career, but obviously you worked hard and it paid off because I know myself and a lot of other guys, whether or not they were new or returning, you helped out immensely inside the barracks. I mean, you, you made everybody feel welcome, which was always something nice to see from an older cadet who uh, has been through it all. You know, you was always open for us to come down and talk to you if we needed anything. And you uh, you modeled the way exactly how you should have. So I, I, I want to thank you for that. I mean, I don't tell you enough how much you mean to me as a friend and what you've done for me here in the past, kind of leading up to where I am now. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem, Rick. So going, uh, kind of picking up right from that time when you were just promoted to executive officer, something uh, something big happened in uh, our lives, and that, ha- that happens to be the coronavirus, and uh, it sent everybody home, and it kind of changed how we uh, how we know life today. We uh, we live a different different than we did, you know, a year and a half ago. Uh, if you can touch on the coronavirus and how it's affected you, how, I mean, it's, this might be a long one here, but how it affected your graduation and then coming into this new season of hockey, playing juniors. Um, actually, I, since I know a little bit more about uh, your junior story, if you can talk about uh, graduation first and then uh, I'll pick up a little bit later here. Yeah, so I remember... Um, we, uh, unfortunately we just lost in districts and out in Pittsburgh, uh, we, uh, got back to campus on like a Sunday. Um, and then two days later, um, I was, I was off to Cedar Rapids, Iowa to, uh, to play for the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders, um, as an affiliate. Uh, I was supposed to be there for a week or two. Um, so I was, I was out in Iowa and so I was, I was not at Culver. I uh, was missing school. You know, I was still doing my classes at home, uh, out in Cedar Rapids and everything. But, uh, when we were to go back a little, when we were in Pittsburgh, I remember we were all in like a room and someone mentioned up something about the coronavirus in China. And we were like, what? Like, like there's no chance like it'll get to like North America like you're crazy and then we get back to school uh I leave and uh I'm sure you know this Rick like I love FaceTiming the boys like I love talking to the boys you know when I'm gone and everything so I was like FaceTiming like the boys and um like they were telling me about it like it, it was talking about like around school 
Um, and then I, uh, I remember I was sitting down in the basement at my billet house in Iowa and we were watching the NBA game. We saw it get shut down. And I was like, wow, like this is crazy. And, uh, the, uh, the next that actually that night we, we went in, uh, for a meeting with the team and, uh, coach announced that the season has been canceled because of, because of COVID. And we're like, we're all like, what the heck? And right when he said that, I think of Culver and like all my, all my buddies and everything. Um, so I, uh, I, the next day I, uh, my dad picked me up. We drove to Chicago and we spent the night and then we woke up, had breakfast. And I remember getting an email, uh, my dad getting an email from the school. And I also did too, that we had a meeting in Eppley. And I was like, oh no, like, is this what I'm thinking? It's gonna like, what's gonna happen? Like school, like canceling the rest of the school year because of COVID. And I remember I was driving uh, from Chicago to Culver and then uh, all my buddies like call me after the meeting at Eppley saying like, like we're, we're getting sent home early, like spring break starting early and everyone's so excited, but like no one really was thinking like, wow, like we might not actually come back for this year. Um, so when I got that news, like I had a lot of time in the car and I was just thinking like, wow, like if that was it, like it, it just sucks. Um, so it, it ended up being us not coming back for the rest of the year, unfortunately. Um, and that, which that means us seniors didn't get a senior spring, uh, didn't get a final, um, no senior dinner dance, every, every activity that a senior gets to do, we didn't have it. And that means the most important thing, our graduation. So that, that really sucked, um, you know, cause you work so hard for four years um to have that moment to walk across the gate with all your classmates and that was just taken from us but you know in my mind I was like there's nothing they can do because it's a global pandemic but it just really sucked um not not being able to do that um so we had classes on zoom um and then we had a graduation a little graduation ceremony through zoom um so it just really sucks um so, uh, so that really sucked. Uh, I was really bummed out, but I was happy I could come back and see some of the some of my buddies um, during that graduation time at Culver. Um, uh, so that was good. Yeah, and we had the ceremony in the springtime. Um, you know, they tried to they did their best to make it seem like we were having a graduation, but you know, it still wasn't the same, unfortunately. So it, uh, it really sucked not having that experience that every other Culver graduate does. Uh, but, you know, uh, everybody else in the class of 2020 suffered too. So uh, with, with high school graduation. Um, but, you know, I have memories from that experience that I'll last the rest of my life. Uh, but it is what it is. Like, it's, it's a global pandemic, and uh, it was serious. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm bummed that we didn't have the graduation but I was excited to uh, uh, see, see some of my buddies uh, in Culver over the summer. And uh, that, that really 
made it up for the graduation. So, yeah, it, it was a tough time for everybody when uh, when we all went home. I remember that day that uh, you came back from Cedar Rapids, man. I spent that whole day in your room as you were packing out, and then uh, we kind of went went around campus together for one last time, and then you got into the car with your dad and you, and you pulled out, man, and. It was a sad day for everyone as, as you guys were starting to leave. But then, uh, like you said, we got to come back this summer, and we had an absolute blast all summer long for, for the most part. Uh, you know, work hard, but uh, play harder, right? So that was a lot of fun. Exactly. So, Spence, now now that the summer, we've gotten all the way through this summer, it was time for you to figure out uh, what you're doing for ho- hockey. And – with the whole coronavirus still work, uh, lurking, you know, staying out, it kept a lot of guys from playing in certain leagues and certain uh, on certain teams. And I know, I know it uh, was a problem for you because the borders were having problems, and you were supposed to go to Canada at some point. Um, if you can just touch on it briefly, we don't need to know all the all the details. But how did you go from Cedar Rapids ended up, and then ending up in Chippewa? we can get like a little timeline. Yeah. So it was a crazy, uh, crazy time for sure. Um, you know, I was supposed to go play for Cedar Rapids this year in the USHO. Um, and then they fold because a tornado went through Iowa and destroyed their rank. Um, so unfortunately they folded, which means they uh, announced that they were not having a season. Um, so I was like thinking like, wow, like, what am I going to do? Like Cedar Rapids is not having a season and that means I'm not having a season. So I got, uh, I got picked up by Corpus Christi and the Nall draft. And, uh, two weeks after they picked me, I found out that they, uh, that they folded as well due to money because of COVID. And I'm like, Oh no, like two times in a row, like, here we go again. And then I got picked up by jamestown and that dispersal draft uh from corpus and uh like two weeks later than two weeks later after that uh jamestown folded folded because of money issues i'm like oh no wow three times in a row now um and then i got picked up by uh austin and uh you know i was just kind of like done with with everything and i just didn't want to play in the null and I didn't want to play for Austin. Um, so I decided to sign in the BCHL, which is the British Columbia Hockey League. Um, you know, I was super excited for that. So I signed, you know, I got my my bags packed, got my flight booked, um, you know, and then I flew from Columbus to Calgary. And uh, actually, I flew from Columbus to Dallas and um, – we, we landed in Dallas on time, and the gate was just not ready for us. So we had to sit on the runway for, like, 45 minutes. And I'm, like, tweaking because I got a flight to catch to go to Calgary. And uh, I get off the flight, and, you know, the Dallas airport's huge. So I had to go, to like, across the whole airport to catch my – to go to my gate to catch my, air, uh, catch my flight. I get to the gate. Plane already tucked off. I'm like, oh no, like this just adds up to everything that's been going on. So I'm stuck in Dallas for the night. Uh, I ha- I actually called uh, Alex Seacord, had a, a great time with Seeks out in Dallas for a night. 
he showed me around. Uh, it was actually a fun time. And I woke up the next morning. I uh, got on a flight to Calgary. Um, and then uh, when I landed in Calgary, I had to go through the border. And they wouldn't let me get through because of COVID and everything. And it was just a debacle. I had to stay in Calgary that night. Then I got deported back the next morning uh, to Dallas. And then I got home and I'm just like thinking like, wow, like this is just a crazy year. Like, what am I going to do? Um, like I have no team to play for. And then uh, the next day I get a call from Omaha, uh, Omaha Lancers in the USHL, the head coach. And he's like, Hey, like we want you to come out uh, and come, come try to make our team. And we're going to give you every opportunity to make the team. And I was like, all right, coach, like, thank you so much. And I left the next day for Omaha. Uh, I was in, uh, I was in Omaha for a good like month, made the team. And then, um, I was there for, for like four months. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I just really didn't get my opportunity there. Unfortunately, it was just like a crazy year with guys coming back from college playing in junior leagues. Um, so it was best for me to leave. Um, and Chippewa in uh, Wisconsin, they had my rights and the null. So uh, I decided it was best for me and my development to go to go to Chippewa. And uh, so I went and uh, it's been a great experience so far. But it was just a crazy, crazy, crazy times uh, trying to find a team to play for and teams folding left and right. Um, but it all worked out in the long run. Wow, man. What an, what an absolute roller coaster that is. I mean, city to city, overnight stays. I mean, it, take, it takes a dedicated guy to do all that. You know, a lot of guys would have quit by then and said, you know what, I'll hang them up this year and. I'll pick it up again next season, but uh, for you, you stuck to it. You grinded it out. You found uh, found where you belong, and you've been putting in that work, and ultimately that led you to uh, something big, and uh, that's where you're going in the future. Um, I don't want to spoil it. If uh, you could go ahead and tell tell the viewers where you're headed off to next year, or I'm not sure next year, but where you're going uh, post-juniors. Yeah, for next year, um, I'm actually heading off to Long Island University to play Division One hockey. Um, so I uh, school starts next fall. Uh, you know, I think I'm gonna go in uh, a little early in the summer to get a head start with everything. Start a class, uh, start working out with the guys and skating. So I'm super excited for that. Uh, you know, all the hard work paid off. Uh, get me this opportunity but i still got to keep going um and still be still putting that, that work in uh to have a, a good year for my first year playing college hockey so i'm super excited can't wait there you go man that's an unbelievable story of where you started and where you've been and now where you're going uh i'm super proud of you i know a lot of whole, whole lot of other people are proud of you too i mean everybody still talks about you here on campus and we are we're super excited to see where you go I don't want to hold you up too long. I know you're currently out in Alaska right now. You've got a couple games this weekend for games against uh, the Alaskan teams. And so I'll let you go here. Spencer, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Uh, you had, uh, had an absolute blast, man. You know, Eric, I uh, really appreciate you having me on to the podcast. Uh, you know, 
I know you and I will be friends for forever. And I'm super thankful that uh, we met at Culver and uh, we, were be- we were able to uh, become brothers. So uh, thank you for having me. I love the podcast. Listen to it all the time. Um, and also shout out to my boys, Gage Redmond, Danny Muth, and uh, Alex Secord. Thanks, Rick. There you go, boys. Love all the guys. Love you too, man. I, uh, like you said, we, we're going to be brothers forever. So um, thank you again. And uh, for those listening, that, uh, that's going to conclude uh, this episode of After Taps, the podcast with uh, main host Eric Marshall today. And hopefully next time we'll have uh, Tim join us again. Spencer, thank you. Have a good night.